I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. And today is just myself and Myra. And it's going to be our three-year anniversary episode which just sounds wild <laughs> right three years you sure it's correct it's three that's what it say <laughs> oh okay well let's go with it this it don't feel like three years to you no it feels like two years but it feels like one um <laughs> i'm gonna blame the pandemic that's what it is oh god yeah like it, you like literally done had a whole child and like <laughs> whole human a whole human in the <laughs> of us doing this podcast which should make it feel longer but it does not it does not feel long at all no it doesn't at all so I think today will be a good chance for us to kind of reflect on our friendship because on our other episodes we kind of talked about like reflecting on the podcast but I think it'll be a good chance for us to kind of show a little bit more about who we are because I feel like we do like little sprinkles here and there so I figured it'd be cool for us to do that okay let's do it three-year anniversary (laughs) podcast slash how we met (laughs) three-year anniversary what six-year friendship when did I meet you 2016 when did you start gospel 2015 okay yeah 2016 well yeah how did we meet um I know how I don't know how I met you um so um I was in my little grad program at San Diego State and and if you've ever been to San Diego in general there's not a lot of black people (laughs) <laughs> and the people it's a few but it's a little strange a little different and so um they had this organization on campus um if you know anything about me I'm gonna try to find community try to figure out how I can make it work and so I had it was a black professor Myra you know her name Dr. Nika Duran Green Green Dr. Green yeah Dr. Green um sweetest sweetest woman and so she would, you know, you know, it's always usually it's it's nice when you have it's always that black professor who sees like the black student kind of trying to figure it out. Yep. They find you, they you know, get you and they really help you. And mm-hmm. so she like, come to my office. I got some stuff that, you know, uh you possibly could be a part of and you know, some students to connect you with. And so she connected me with an organization that Myra was leading called AMP which is African-American Mentor Program. What is that called? Yeah, African-American Mentoring Program. I was not leading that program, girl. You're getting the story wrong. You was the president. Uh, You was the president. So what <laughs> happened with that was, Dr. Green, It's for it was for graduate students. So I was not a graduate student, but she was struggling to have people that were like committed to it. And I was like determined to go to grad school and I found out like she had all these connections. So I was like, I'm getting good with this lady. So 
She was leading it, y'all, basically. I was not leading it. She had me kind of helping her out a little bit more, but I was not leading it. So who was leading it? Dr. Green was leading it. No, we talking about students. Not me. (laughs) It was her. It was her, but anyway, (laughs) okay. All right, so Myra was leading it, (laughs) and I went to, I think maybe one meeting, and they was like, oh, yeah. Matter of fact, because didn't we get those funds because of you wrote the grant to get the funds? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was a whole grant or some type of scholarship, some type of something <clears throat> that offered where you had to you had to apply and then you had to use these funds for something about the organization or something. You know how they do at college. Mm-hmm. They be giving out money. You just got to find it. Yep. And Myra had been the person to write the grant or whatever it was to get us the money so we had this money and they was like okay there's this conference coming up do y'all want to <laughs> go because we got the money mm-hmm. i'm never gonna say no to a free trip especially <laughs> so i'm like yeah let's do it and that's how i mean even that's that's probably i probably met you in that meeting but i don't remember actually like coming up to you and i don't either I yeah don't remember that. i remember you arrived and that's when we like for real met when and uh, you arrived in florida oh yeah <laughs> there was no like and i feel like they should have did this like you should have known who you were going with because it was just like a, y'all just showed up and i got keys to somebody car now we driving somebody car now now we go into the club we don't even know each other we're acting like we knew each other for years that's probably why it worked out because that's so true i didn't know i did not know you at all that is so weird we were staying in the same hotel room too same room dang did not know each other well we got i know my flight was with remy it was Mm -hmm. her name remy she's super super cool y'all yeah another person never had met her day in my life and we (laughs) we got on this we got on a little um i don't know if y'all ever been to date what is it daytona Mm mm-hmm I don't know if y'all have been there, but it's really yeah. small. And so we had to take, we took like two, if I'm, I don't know, it felt like it took like three points to get there. And the yeah, last super, super small because don't, you know, I guess a lot of people don't really go there. And so it was so strange. And we get there and it was just like nothing. It's literally there. one street. Everything's but on that one street. Bethune Cookman College. That's what it's called, right? Bethune Cookman, yep. That is it. That is the school. And the NASCAR, I think they do the racing thing. Too. Yeah. That's it. That is the whole school. I think the street is like NASCAR Road. <laughs> like, that was it. It was me, Myra, Remy, and a guy named Terry. He was in mm-hmm. the program, too. Yeah. Um, so Terry, and he was that, yeah. I, I didn't even make it to the conference. Yeah. What was the conference <laughs> called? I couldn't even tell you what the conference it was. It was the uh, ABCI, which is the African American Black Psychologist. Um, it was ABCI some conference. I forgot what the theme was that year because mm-hmm. uh, we we made well some of us made it. Um, I really trusted y'all though because I literally like we had to come back and talk about it and I made a whole fabricated story up and y'all really went along with it. Do you remember that? Like we had to tell like people about the conference. Yeah. I had a whole little story, and y'all just went, y'all was nodding and everything. I mean, look, we had fun. 
Uh, but the conference was not the highlight. That's what I was just going to say. It wasn't the highlight. We went out. We had a good time. Like Myra said, like when you look back, it looked like we knew each other, but we did not know each other like at all. We have pictures. Like it looked like we really cool. Don't know this girl. Don't know these people. <laughs> did not know. Trusted these people with my life. <laughs> For real. My entire life. And yeah, from then it just, you know, then Myra was my friend, but it was still like distant, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't talk to you like that. It wasn't like I talked to you several times a week or nothing like that. It would be like linking up every now and then. Let's have lunch or something like that. Um, and then I feel like it just, to be honest, I feel like that the podcast helped it grow because we wouldn't mm-hmm. have been talking as much as we are mm-hmm. now if it wasn't for the podcast, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the podcast has helped our friendship to flourish, but I feel like we're really good at like we could talk about podcast stuff and then we could shoot the shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's no. not always business. It's like we get yeah. business done and we could carry on with something else. That's true. It's never been a problem where either one of us be like, "All right, I'm tired of talking about that shit." <laughs> Let's talk about us. We like know how to like go in and out of it in a way that doesn't feel like too overwhelming even when it comes to like texting and emailing I think we both like know when it's like all right I don't think it's a good idea to text her about this because Mm -hmm. it just don't seem right so I'm gonna do the email thing and then sometimes we actually do the text message thing it's like you just yeah feel it like you just I don't know yeah I feel like I'm also very scatterbrained though we even be having regular conversations I'll start talking about five different things and I don't know how you be following but are. I be talking about five different things at one time and she will follow the whole time <laughs> yeah I feel like I got a few friends like that <laughs> I don't know what's going on at this point I probably am so used to it I'm probably like that too like in the middle yeah, of one, a little bit yeah in the middle of one conversation next thing you know I start telling a side story in the middle <laughs> of that and then go back like what okay three uh, hours been passed so anyway what was we talking about earlier right look at what we talk about now y'all the conversation started with how do we how do we meet? <laughs> listen to us right now all over the place so anyway <laughs> if we want to stick to some structure um reflecting on just how our friendship has grown I feel like um we made this podcast at a perfect time just because like it started right before the pandemic really hit and you know we were doing all of our community events but I feel like I like transition of it was like an escape during the pandemic right like we weren't really going out really doing things but when I know that when I met with Donika on our Sundays because I feel like we were meeting more frequently now we have a down pack like we meet once a month but at first it was like every Monday then it was like sometimes a Sunday sometimes a Wednesday like it was kind of all over the place but in a way that made sense and it felt like it was like a good escape to be like I know I'm gonna talk to my friend and we're gonna talk about whatever we're gonna talk about um so I'm really thankful for it in that and then at the same time when I'm able to go back to LA we're able to talk about podcast stuff but also like have that friend time like oftentimes a podcast will bring me there but then we're able to like do our own thing and I feel like we've been very intentional about like what are we going to do as far as like our friend date so we've been able to like go to the Frida Kahlo exhibit we've been going to some like restaurants some not all that great some really great so 
and going to boom and poom multiple times like i'm even like you want to go when i come again <laughs> that's yeah. our spot now no for real i don't even like coffee but like i'm like i be craving for the boom and poom girl i keep thinking about it I'm so much. literally yeah only time i'm going there is if you come because i'm not about to be addicted to coffee i can't do it well, I'm only gonna go with you because I feel like I'm cheating on you if I if I go with somebody else. It's so good. It's so good. And that biscuit. Even though y'all Danique is so funny. So they got this biscuit that's real good. And I had her get it. And she was like, I don't know if this is that good. Mm-hmm. Then she got three days later. She was like, This is good. Okay. It's all right. But it's the coffee though. It's oh coffee. my god. It's not the biscuit. But I mean, I did. I even had one of those. What's those things called? Overnight oats, and y'all know those are like so basic. Um, but it was actually good. Really? Was it? Yeah. It's I mean, the look of what I can like, get. You said what? The, the way overnight oats look, they look nasty too. Like it's like you're not the supposed to. Texture's nasty that. too. Like it's like a slimy. Not even. It's like you know. It's 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 kind of nasty. But those whoever like. I think it's about like being able to flavor it up. Like if you know how to flavor it up with mm-hmm. those what types of sweeteners or whatever, or I don't know, different types of milks. I'm not sure, but that was actually good. So yeah. Boom boom. But yeah, no, we we most definitely been having our little friend dates. Um and I do I think the podcast, like thinking of the pandemic. For me, it was a nice outlet to still feel yeah. like I was feeling connected to the world mm-hmm. um, just because obviously we wasn't. So it's like, like you just said, being able to have all these different guests come, it still made me feel like I had a, a purpose of like, what is all of this for? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it I like, I did tremendously miss the in-person uh, events because that is what I was looking for the most. But at the same time, you know, things work out how they they yeah. need to work out. Was our St. Thomas trip right before the pandemic hit? Was I what? St. Thomas trip. Was that like right before shutdown? It felt like it was. Like it was literally St. Right Thomas before. in January. And, and then the shutdown was two months later? Yep. Well, technically, the shutdown was in February. In some places, it was in January. So we was all didn't even know. I ain't hear when we was there. I don't remember hearing nothing about no pandemic. We mm-hmm. were just living our best little life in St. Thomas, <laughs> trying to island hop, but the rain was stopping us. See, see, that's a great example of like us still continue building our friendship. We didn't mm-hmm. go to St. Thomas for the podcast, even though nah. the hope was we was gonna be able to do stuff like that. But we just went, and the hope <laughs> was to go to a trip every January. But y'all know what happened this past January. <laughs> but we still managed to do a trip every year. Where we go? We went to Jamaica for your birthday last year. Oh. It, 2020 was St. Thomas. And now 2022 is almost over and we did nothing. So, okay, maybe we got to do something this year. I really want to go on a cruise. And not because I like cruises, but because I feel like I need to get a balcony room so I can sit and watch the water and drink tea. And I was like, I'm going to drag Donika along because I feel like she would come. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've had a cruise one. I've been on a cruise one time and it was all right. But it, yeah, it, I didn't enjoy my experience. That's why I was like, I need to try it again. I think it's, I think the, 
the people and the the type of the type of cruise you go on is important because mm. you with those people the whole time. Not even I'm not saying the people you travel with. I'm talking about the, the whole boat. Oh yeah, the boat. You see those people constantly every single over day, and over all, all day. You again? Like, <laughs> you again? We had we had dinner. Here you go. We getting a snack. We watching a little show. We going karaoke. It's you everywhere. I don't know if I won't see the same people. That is a good day. point. Or if I do see the same people, them same people better be dope. <laughs> yeah that's a good point something to think about yeah but yeah we've been we've still been doing our little um i guess you know like you just said trips and stuff but i mean you come to san diego and i come to la so i feel like those are mini yeah. trips yeah i've been to san diego yeah you most definitely the only reason why i come to san diego i hope you know that <laughs> um, <laughs> i do love san diego don't get me wrong but you don't I love that much yeah, no, nah, I don't. I wouldn't come as frequent, but when I do come to San Diego, so dope. But I think you should move to LA. Yeah, <laughs> I don't love it here, but yeah. <laughs> but they got the best food. They have, yeah. in my opinion, they have the better restaurants. For sure. Um, it's not all about the aesthetic. Like the food is actually good. The food is actually good mm-hmm. in San Diego. So. Yeah. Mm, I want some Chinese food. Nice, you reminded me. And you live by all the good stuff. She live by a barbecue spot. And it's actually a white man who owns it. And the barbecue is actually really good. Maybe he could be a podcast sponsor. Come on, man. What's his name? What's it called? Corbin. Corbin's barbecue. But he has a thing where he goes to different places. And because he's really big on community. That's why I'm like, we should maybe have him. So he goes around on because I live on a major street I won't say where I live though but I live on a major street and he goes to different businesses on the street and his business is called Corbin on the block so he just goes and be like hey what's your business about can I post you on my Instagram and he'll like shout out the businesses so yeah I'm gonna make a note to hit him up hey Corbin what's up yeah no I've seen him over there a few times and he's always just so friendly coming like hey how you doing (laughs) very friendly yep But yeah, they have Corbin's. They got cookie Place. places. Uh huh. Places. Have you been to Dirty Birds? Yeah, I'd have been to Dirty Birds. Yeah, we did go there. I don't know why we went there. Yeah, we went there. Uh, <laughs> High food, su- sandwiches, sushi. Yeah, everything's over here. I choose San Diego for the food. I choose LA for like events. The vibe. Yeah, and the vibe. Yeah. So, yeah. And going I'm back and forth for sure. Let you on that. So what do you feel like we've learned from each other? I feel like I've learned from you to move how I want to move. And what I mean by that is like, like we were joking and talking about, if somebody emailed me, I'm going to reply when I reply, <laughs> whether it's two weeks later, a month later, but I reply when I want to reply because it's all on my time <laughs> and I'm going to move on my time. Cause that's one thing that I need to go and do. She's going to move on her time. And I mean that in every sense of what y'all are thinking. She's going to move on her time. But I like that, though, because it's like there's no rush to to do anything. Like, what am I rushing for? So, yeah, I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes that sounds good and sometimes it sounds bad. <laughs> Why bad? I think it sounds good overall because I think for me, I'm just reflecting on like, go 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 like I know I'm a go 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 person like sometimes I do it like and it's bad we're like one time I left a smoothie on top of my car and I'm driving down street and this guy's like pointing to the top of my car and I'm like what 
<laughs> pour it to the top of my car. I get to the stoplight. Smoothie comes down on the window. And I say all that to say, like, that's an example of, like, how I'm always, like, moving so fast. Like, I've even left my keys in my front door. So that's why I'm, like, I admire that you, there's no rush do stuff. Like, yeah, sometimes there should be urgency, yeah, but you're not like this, where I feel like I'm like that. Like, I'm like a hamster on the wheel. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you, you are. like a turtle. But, like, <laughs> but in a good way of, like, I'm going to take my time. Like, what am I rushing for? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, because I have done, I've left my keys. I like my keys in my house and done stuff like that. And when I do, it always is like, yeah, you're moving too fast. Like, slow down. Like, yeah. get a little bit more still. Like, a lot of it be like, okay, if you lay somewhere, what's the worst that could happen? You know, like, don't stress yourself out about, like you just said, replying to email. That email going to be right there. If it's urgent, somebody should let you know it's urgent, you know? Yep. And then you still might not be able to do something, depending on what it is. So, I mean, it is helpful. It, like, calms my stress and anxiety. So, something I have learned from you I would say um, your ability to ask people, I don't know if it was the baby or what, but you <laughs> you have the ability now to ask people, ask, tell, ask and tell people what you need from them. You mm -hmm. don't wait around trying to like make people read your mind and come up with their own scenarios of maybe she needs this, maybe she needs that. Like you be like, hey, I'm doing this. I need you to come up or do this like that's I've never seen somebody do that like especially like after having a child a lot of times it's always like this thing of trying to figure out what mm -hmm. your mom needs it's like shoot mm -hmm. do you need food do you need you just want somebody there like but you you were the first one I ever met who was like hey I need you to come down here I'm doing this thing or you know my man's doing this or whatever and I appreciate that because one it gives the person a chance to actually show up for you and mm -hmm. two I don't have to figure it out it's like I know I'm showing up for you because you're telling me what you need like and so I've learned that sometimes it's good and I say sometimes because you don't have to do that all the time but sometimes it's good to just tell people like hey I just need to talk today or I just need to get out the house or I need to just if you taught me this though it's not like I just yes you literally told me like when I was pregnant you were like what do you need and you always ask I like what do you need I was confused so, with you. yeah and then you straight out told me like when I had the baby like you need to let me know what you need and when you need it and so I was like well shit if you're gonna lay it out like that well I'm gonna tell you what I needed when I need it then and so I've tried to just carry that along because when I've asked you for what I need you've done it and so that says to me that I can't ask for what I need and it will get done by people and you showed me that like I was like oh I need food and stuff and so you were like trying to buy me food like what kind of food do you want and I was like all over the place because baby was a newborn send me money for food I said you know these dates I'm gonna need help I don't know what it's gonna look like you're like I'm there and so you showed me that if I ask for something I can get it because I, I feel like I don't really ask for much anyway and yeah so I no, carried that out like if my friends are saying, like, tell us what you need, why wouldn't I take them up? You know, like, I, I really wanted to avoid postpartum depression. And so that was one of the key things I was reading about. And so for my friends to say, like, reach out for me if you need me, 
and me wanting to avoid that, like, I'm going to do what I need to do because I don't want to be in that state. And I've seen other women in that state and that's just not where I want to be. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. But I do think still, I think that it's hard still to have, for you to have to speak it's up hard. and say those things is hard because it's like you are defying everything that most Black women are taught. Don't ask for nothing. Yeah. Deal with it yourself. You can do it. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to actually still say those words, even if people are telling you that you can ask me for anything, you know? Yeah. So that means that you had to put all of that negative talk in the back of your mind. It probably was like, girl, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then also you had to trust that your people was going to show up for you. So yeah. that's really hard. And shoot, even for me, like sometimes, you know, um, you know, you do, like I say, you have those internal pieces of like, you can figure it out you know mm-hmm. it's like so I feel like I still I learned that from from you I mean like I said without you I don't know that I would fully trust myself to do that like I said because you you've shown up for me in those ways and so now you kind of set the standard of like my other friends too like don't say that I can lean on you for stuff you're not going to show up because I know that Donika will so I expect you to do the same agree yeah if you're not gonna do it don't say it it's, exactly. I'm actually very intentional exactly about, and you already know it's hard to ask so <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna say let me know if you need anything if I can't show up <laughs> exactly Trust, I'm not I'm gonna say the words differently pay attention people pay attention exactly so we done talked about our friendship and how the podcast has kind of shaped it and so we've been friends for <clears throat> about six years and the podcast has been here for about three years so hey Shyla I can't see her face you see her now hey <laughs> hey pretty girl <laughs> oh <laughs> see we have a new addition yeah she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna be one pretty soon Mhm. Wow. A whole Quiet. child. Mhm. But so we've been reflecting on how the podcast has shaped our friendship. So we've had the podcast for three years. So I just want to do a little quick reflection on what you are looking forward to in the podcast in the next six months and then year. Hmm. So for the next six months, we did hire someone to kind of man the fort, if you will. (laughs) So to run our social media, get us some sponsorships and things like that. So I'm hopeful that, you know, we can get more sponsorships. We had some in the beginning. And so I want to keep that going just because this is mental work. So I feel like we should be getting, you know, a little coin for our mental work that we're doing. Um, And then within the next year, I think I want us to pick back up our like mini retreats with just us and that's not directly podcast related but indirectly because I feel like you need those moments to unplug and unwind to continue to produce good work um I think in addition us picking back up our healing circles I really enjoyed that but I want them to look a lot different like I was telling Danica like I want to bring in people doing some stuff so that way we can be a part of it too and yeah that's what I'm looking forward to what about you yeah I'm really looking forward I'm looking forward to expanding um expanding in the the best way in most fruitful way possible like I literally think 
that the episodes that we talk about, like the topics of our episode are so vast and so important, especially to black women. Like, I just want more people to know about us. Like we like, come on. What, how many podcasts, black women podcasts, you know, that have talked about HIV, herpes, none, like we got to talk about sickle cell, right? Like, we talk about a lot of vast, a vast uh, arrangement of different topics. And so it's like, people need to hear this, like you, you know, so that's my hope. It's just that it's the continuous expansion of Black Women Healing Podcast. I mean, we still have our book um so and like talking about celebration and <laughs> i'm sorry y'all <laughs> and talking about funny. yeah i'm laughing at myra over here <laughs> it's the fact that she thinks that's funny <laughs> for real a monster hand on her face mm-hmm. uh but but in talking about celebrations like this past year we officially have had our we have our book now in a store um a storefront the store is called urbana goods it's in gardena california which is dope super dope so like we have our book there we've had i feel like this past year we've had two sponsors Mm -hmm. right we had stronger than my struggles which is um a brand by melanie hill she's dope too uh, and then we also had a sponsor by um, a, a woman named, oh, I forget her name, but the business is called Promptly Polished. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole platform where you can go on there and it's all like the products and hair of, and makeup of Black women just all in one place, mm-hmm. which is super dope too. And so like, you know, it's been a lot of uh, celebratory things that have happened in the past year. And so the hope is that these celebratory things just continue to grow. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Um, and we continue to match with businesses that fit us. Cause I feel like all the businesses we've kind of like worked with, they're in alignment with us. And so I want to continue that. I agree. I agree. But So this has been a good reflective episode. I'm glad that we got to do it. It's still wild that it's been three years. I know. I thought that was an error. <laughs> no, nah, it really has been. And so I hope you all enjoyed this episode and got to do a little reflection with us. We join you all to do some reflections on yourself, maybe some things you've learned about yourself since mm-hmm. listening to Black Women Healing Podcast. Mm-hmm. What's y'all's favorite episode? You know, we love to connect. So if you feel prone to it, let us know. Share some things with us. Yep. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. So y'all, we have to shout out our friends over at Fiverr. We are officially a Fiverr affiliate. And I love Fiverr because you can literally go to them for any type of project you might want to work on, whether it be if you need a new logo, you need help with the resume, you need help with social media, they help you over there. So go ahead and check out our friends over at Fiverr. That's 5-E-R-R. So five with two R's at the end. So go ahead and check them out with the link in our bio and tell them that we sent you.